the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, who will be here in just a second, and we welcome your calls on this uh, beautiful, <laughs> slightly chilly, oh, oh, overcast uh, fall day. Huh? Yeah, it's a little overcast. Uh, I don't even see any sky, but it's a nice day to come on out to Millburgers. Beautiful color. Uh, beautiful cyclamen. Uh, you said the stocks were a little fragrant. Oh, unbelievable. All right. They, yeah, they're spectacular. And then, of course, there's a whole uh, shelf of uh, alyssum over there, too, that does a fair job of, of smelling good. Oh, I see the alyssum now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a few Christmas trees, too. Well, I've seen a couple moving out, too. People are beginning to get their trees, I guess. I was asking, oh, yeah, about... It had uh, all kinds of big racks in the back still, and uh, I was asking if uh, they were going to get another whole order, and I said, no, they've been selling quite a few. No trees? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't doubt it. But, uh, uh, but there's quite, really quite a assortment still. Very cool. All right, well, Millburgers is the place to be, so come on over. If you've got a gardening question, you can call us at 210 210- 308 8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 I'm not sure that may be an antiquated reference I think everybody now who has uh, unless you've got a landline I don't think you do oh. toll free anymore but the uh, my, my column today is uh, on uh, protecting your plants from the cold yeah let me get the weather forecast out yeah and then uh and next week, you know, we were talking about the Christmas trees. And next week, my column is on live Christmas trees. And we have quite a selection here at uh, Millburgers on live trees. If you're uh, looking for some things like Aleppo pine and uh, Italian stone pine, classic uh, pines that survive in a landscape. So you decorate those and then, then you move them into a permanent spot in the, in the landscape. I was trying to remember, We uh, 10 years ago, we did a uh, tree survey at one of the bases, the uh, military bases, and I was trying to remember if it was Brooks or if it was uh, uh, Lackland, and uh, I, I guess Lackland, but I'm not, uh, it was over on the uh, uh, south southwest side. And uh, 
That, that the reason I bring that up is if you wanted to see what the Aleppo pines look like. Oh, okay. That's got that. You know, they're they're a classic pine. They're straight yeah. and potentially. Uh, I don't know on our soil if they'll get the eighty feet, but they'll get the fifty feet, and they're a relatively thin, uh, straight trunks and. Um, just like we we imagine pines uh, to be in pine, and uh, I was just in uh, East Texas. Yeah, so they look like East Texas pines. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, We've got a pine. I think I showed you the picture. I'll take it again. We have a pine in our neighborhood, and yeah, I don't. Um, it's so cool to see, and it has you know the old fashioned pine cones and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But this, the, it does okay. It's it's yeah. got a little brown on it. It's not. Not thrilled with the weather in San Antonio, but yeah. Well, this is a, this is an option. Uh, the, those two pines uh, survive well. Now, Italian stone is more of a uh, doesn't go straight up. It, may, it makes a, a rounded kind of uh, top, but it's still thirty-five feet tall. So, and then of course, I'm, I'm hoping we still have some of the. Arizona cypress—they're—they're they're one of the best uh, evergreens for our landscapes, and we had—we uh, had those with uh, for living Christmas trees. And uh, I think Jerry didn't uh, Trace say we ran out. We've already sold out the uh, 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 our Theodore cedars. Yeah. Or, yeah. So that that's a shame. Now I've got one of each of those in my landscape, and I can't remember how long ago it was I planted them as living Christmas trees, but they've done they both have done well, look good, and uh, perform even in our rocky uh, alkaline soil. So there's a, there you, another neat thing, Milton, is that they've got some uh, good descriptions. Hmm. They've got some little. Uh, Cards on, on the trees that describe how how large you can expect them to get, and uh, the other characteristics that they have. So, okay. Uh, but uh, watch for that article next uh, Saturday too, if you're thinking of it, um, and uh, talk about talk about the uh, options for a living Christmas tree there too. But. Of course, it's almost it's, a, it's almost impossible to match the spectacular trees that are over here. What are those varieties? Do you remember? Uh, there's the Nordman fir, yeah. which is the one that, uh, if you've got allergies, is is good to have. Fraser, uh, Fraser, uh, which is is that the most popular? I think it was. And um, oh, I always blank out. I, m- I always miss the third one. It's it also begins with an N. Uh, yes, Trace is going to come running up in a second. Okay, so we, what did we say? Fraser, Nordman, Nordman, and we'll think of it. It'll come in a second. A second? Not a chance. I'm, no. che- I'm cheating, so I'm going to go to the fifteen web. minutes before that. Um, yeah, let's see. But there, if if you haven't viewed uh, the Christmas trees here at Millburgers, were the last. Nine or ten years, or re- the last few years, even. You, Noble. You got to do that, huh? Noble fur. Noble fur. I knew it was an N. Gosh, these things are so well shaped, and they last. And then Milberger's collects the. After uh, the holiday. 
when you're th- when you're through with your uh, Christmas tree or holiday tree, they'll they'll take possession, and they will recycle them. I uh, uh, can't remember they cut, they cut them up and use them for mulch. for mulch mulch and uh, but when they we were every time we comment on that they bring them in it looks like that we should just keep them for next year because yeah. the, the yeah. trees look so good for. Uh, already, you know, after four weeks of of uh, decoration and in the house, and they look, they still look wonderful. But Milbergers will take those, and uh, they will leave in. Uh, well, in past years, they've even taken and recycled the trees from other other oh, locations yeah. too. Just make sure you take all the ornaments and stuff off them. They don't. They don't what? like uh, chopping up those ornaments. I thought no. you had to put the ornaments on there. No, no, no. I think you had. So it would make that little crinkling sound when it goes uh, through the chipper. Uh, yeah, that, that, that. Then Trace makes that little crinkling sound as it uh. as he hears that. Yeah. Well, he, the trouble is, his is not a little crinkling sound. It's kind, oh. of, kind of a big cracking sound. Oh, uh. <laughs> yeah, it stops the shredder. Ugh. Okay. And, so don't do it. <laughs> and, oh yeah, uh, that's the. Then you have to flip to see who's going to go in there and uh, un unwrap uh, it. Hmm. The lights. Now I don't I haven't noticed that the customers have as much trouble choosing a tree as as they used to in past years. I guess they're used to every one of them looking good, so they just they come in with their uh, cup of coffee or hot chocolate and uh, <laughs> and then uh, pick the tree and uh, of course the staff is used to helping them load it so that it'll mm-hmm. be um, perfect yeah. shape to get home and then they go and the kids kids love it the kids seem to want to make it more of a uh, choice and game and uh, yeah but uh, I'm always ama- uh, amused that uh, when we get down to the last uh Let's see, five, four, five trees, and they they'll come in of the whole family, and they'll look at all five of them, and they probably go back to the first one they looked at. Oh, okay. But <laughs> they're all the same. I mean, they look like identical twins out there. So uh, it's kind of interesting to see people. I I love to go over there and ask them. I said, now. Nah, why did you pick this one out of the five? He can't. He can't stand it that there was. They're, they were so content with their choice. <laughs> yeah. Now it's a little tougher, Jerry. Right now, when there's uh, four hundred trees oh, to yeah, yeah. choose from, but actually it isn't because they're they're all beautiful in those all those three varieties, and um, and then uh, one of them what was a Fraser that doesn't have as much fragrance, but the other other two have that nice. Evergreen fragrance too that that we really like at Christmas time. I I was looking at the uh, watching the uh, sales people, the nursery people here to uh, when they first put the few trees out. uh, The nursery people will go in there and while the people are looking and will kind of brush them up from the from the top you know gently and uh, that's opening the nail, oh, okay. nails more 
and uh, make them look prettier. So uh, they take good care of their nurses. Say so you you gonna write a question on living Christmas trees next yeah, week? Yeah, I think that's next week. Next week. Okay. And we'll have to ask Trace when he comes by about. Uh, we'll get Trace involved in the uh, protecting in the cold because it looks like. Well, and also we need uh, we we have to r- remind us to talk about the uh, those uh, m- mounting um, uh, the things we stick the tree in. Oh, the stands. Stands, yeah. That's a. Uh, it's not not as uh, glamorous or romantic as the. Beautiful trees. But it makes but, a big difference. But, oh, gosh, The right yeah. one makes a big makes difference. Makes it so much easier to have a successful uh, holiday decoration. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I got an email from someone. I'm going to find that right now. And they had a uh, question about... Uh, some stuff. So y'all talk for a minute. And I'll find the question. Okay. Well, we Milton mentioned the um, cyclamen. Mm-hmm. A huge selection. Lots, uh, lots of colors. There's the the white and the red. Of course, both of those are the they're usually the most popular. Intense work, work together. My favorite though is that purple. Gosh. And then, yeah, there's that, was, then there's the rose was, color, yeah. Yeah, I was looking at that uh, coming up here, and that, even though purple normally is so dark, it doesn't show up in the shade as well, and maybe white or something like that. But those, yeah, it's got to uh, show up. It, yeah, it's probably probably not a real purple. accurate word to call it a purple. Yeah. Although I don't know what else you'd call it. It's very intense, but yeah. uh, that's part of. But then the other thing I noticed is the the, the uh, uh, supply of the primula or primroses, trace calls them, is very it's large now. It's larger than it has been, and they are loaded with uh, blooms. And uh, if you all want to see that, if you you think I'm crazy when I describe those yeah. primula colors as. Uh, even before you do that. Yeah, yeah. That's a, but uh, the uh, show paint, uh, show show paint on at the circus. You just take a look at these uh, these colors here and tell me that doesn't remind you of a, the waxy look and show paint, uh, the clown face. Do the clowns still use that? I haven't gone to a circus in a while, but uh, <laughs> but that 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 color is. It's it's a relatively small plant, low-growing plant. The leaves are uh, got tracing and patterns on them. They're very attractive. The leaves are a lot like the cyclamen leaves, uh, but those those flowers are the shape of a large pan, a pansy flower. But the colors are just more intense, and a lot of a lot more variety of. Uh, colors too you, you need to take a look at those if you've never seen them okay. go them in deep shade deep shade uh, all right so michael dropped me an email and michael calling the show because they guys may have more questions but here's here's what he said my grapevines have dropped their leaves as normal for fall except grape leaves that receive 24 hours of light yard light those leaves stay on and are spring-like green 
I recall the same thing happening when I kept some of the grapevine seedlings in the kitchen through the winter <laughs> with 24-hour lighting. Leaves stay on. Uh, and Oh, I guess just kind of a comment. Uh, leaves stayed on seedlings, grew like crazy to larger saplings, 20 times bigger through winter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that uh, the young seedlings... Uh, the young plants that he's rooted or whatever uh, will hold their leaves longer than a, a mature plant. Even a tree, even a tree, and some shrubs will do that. Yeah, so. yeah, and uh, that's that's the same thing as uh, some of the oaks do. You know, they what the young ones just are in transplant uh, will keep their leaves. Now usually that scares us. Oh yeah. When a tree uh, goes, well, he's going dormant, and it does, the leaves turn brown, and they stay on a tree. That's yeah, well, a, that's a sure sign that thing is dead. We get used to the the oaks being independent. Yeah, and, yeah. But uh, grapes, well, I guess grapes are pretty independent too, but not <laughs> not as bad as uh, the oak varieties. You're right. But anyway, that's so, uh, so that's how he Jerry's saying that's uh, pretty normal. Oh, good. Okay. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, the grapes grapes uh, start losing their leaves a little bit earlier in in the fall uh, when they're when they start going dormant and the, those big leaves turn. They don't turn completely brown, but uh, the big leaves will hang on there for a little while, I kind of, and then they'll fall. I often think that a lot of the trees and uh, vines that produce fruit, once they produce their fruit for the fall, you know, like pecans oh. or black yeah. walnuts and everything, they say, okay, I've done my duty, now I'm going to rest yeah, for the rest yeah. of the winter, yeah. You know, start in the spring. Calvin, Calvin, been talking to the trees again. Mm-hmm. Well, they talk back. That's yeah. the scary part. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery sixteen zero four and Boulevardy Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Take a moment to talk to you about Prusky's Market. If you're driving around today or any time during the week, you drive over down Highway 87 to Prusky's Market in Atkins, Texas, and you will thank me afterwards. If you're looking for a, a great quality of meat to serve uh, yourself, your guests, if you're looking for uh, pre-prepared uh, food like we had, what's uh, called uh, the Texas Twinkie, which was um, uh, bacon-wrapped chicken stuffed with uh, a brisket, stuffed with a jalapeno. Ooh, that was good. Um, they have uh, the pinwheels, which are really good, the fajita pinwheels. Uh, they have some that are hot, some that aren't so hot. I went for the not-so-hot. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to confess that. Delicious sausage, Yanta Meats, 
which are uh, natural meats that have no antibiotics, no uh, um, growth hormones, and uh, a lot of people are interested in that now. And the coolest thing about Prusky's is the experience, because uh, if you... uh, Remember the old-fashioned experience where you walked up to the meat counter, talked to the butcher, asked for their advice, got this, got that, got a little something that they, they recommended. Um, that's what Prusky's is still today. It's absolutely great. They can vacuum pack the food uh, to help you uh, store it longer. And um, I, can't Im- I can't imagine you not, never mentioning Swedish sausage. They, it's Texas Swedish. Yes, the, uh, they have the potato sausage, uh, but it's got a little kick to it. I think it, um, we'll have to ask Edmund next week. Yeah, if you're from the north or from yeah. our Scandinavian background, uh, yeah, you, got, you need to try it. Milton's right. It's got a little bit of Texas taste to it, but gosh, it's good. Oh, the other cool thing, too, is this, ha- this happened this week. I hope I'm not spoiling a surprise for someone, but uh, we had someone at work that asked if the, you know, hey, uh, I like jerky. Uh, I like turkey jerky, but I can't have salt. Can he make it without salt? I texted Edmund, and I got a response right away. Absolutely. So if you're looking for a specialty product, like you don't want salt in your sausage, or you don't want, or you want jerky, but uh, you don't want salt or a certain ingredient, you bet they can make it. They got to make it in a large quantity, uh, but they can make it for you. Prusky's Market on Highway 87, perfect place to get gifts for stuff for uh, someone. Perfect place to find. Um, the uh, that, that gift for yourself, if you will. Uh, and uh, like I said, Highway 87 between 410 and 1604. And here's the number, 830-227-8322. They uh, also make one of the best uh, 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 holiday trays. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just you can mention the, some of the things that are your favorites, yeah. and they'll include those, but they all... Also include everything that is everybody else's favorite. When I was there a couple of weeks ago, there were already people asking about gift boxes and how do they get them, how do they reserve them, and yeah, just good stuff. You, trust me, you'll you'll enjoy it, and you'll find something. You'll come home, cook it up. Woo, man, and stuff for Christmas coming up. They can help you with that too. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three. Have you picked our presents yet? Uh, uh, no, have you gotten mine? Uh, no, uh, but I'm just uh, I'm just following your. Uh, lead. If, uh, uh, yeah, I see how you're working <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You still have some of that uh, meat out there that's got hormones in it. Uh, the, the, the old-timers like myself, <laughs> you we really, need those you, hormones. No, you need to try the uh, Yanta meats. Man, they're... The I know. kind of meat? Yanta, that's the place that he gets it from. Y A N T A. Yanta Ranch. Oh, 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 ranch. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Well, not, you you can find what you can find what you want to. If they don't, if they're not using hormones, I don't want that. Uh, then you can you can find whatever you want. Notice how much more hair I got now. Uh huh. No, I haven't. Since I've been <laughs> been eating that hormone. Uh, I see. Is that right? Okay. Anyway, 210-308-8867. I don't know why people get some natural things. Uh, I don't know. Don't get people started. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. So what you got there? I've, I did a, uh extensive search 
for the uh, on the living Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did I did a search on the internet and uh, search on plant answers, and I found here's a one written on distributed on uh, Saturday, December the thirteenth, two thousand eight. Okay. Living so. holiday trees. And uh, uh, it says, this was one of the earlier ones I found, said, to maximize the chances that the living tree will successfully survive the move from the house to the yard, plan, plan only to keep it in the house for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Where did that recommendation come from? I don't know. It, it's, uh, <laughs> December, it's Saturday, December the 13th. Uh-huh. So this is your recommendation? Uh, huh? This is your recommendation? No, 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 no. Oh, this is Calvin's? Yes, Calvin. Oh, okay. I've been, uh, yeah, that kind of surprised me because I've been <laughs> recommending that for quite a, quite a few years, I think, ever since we started. I never, yeah, yeah. N- never even thought of it as a controversy because... <laughs> Uh, we've uh, dealt with so many people that have been successful, including yeah. myself, yeah, <laughs> with that with that two week or more. Then on uh, uh, distributed on uh, October, no November nineteenth, twenty twenty, that the tree should only be inside the house for two weeks. So. Uh, so I you're st- saying I'm still looking for a reason why that short a period of time. Oh, so you're saying Trace is right. That'll get Trace up on the porch. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. You oh. said that. Well, it's in your art. It's, it's on your plantanswers.com, right? No. Wait, where it's, is it? It's a, it's available. In other words, it's in the archives. Oh, okay. Well, you wouldn't put something on your... Uh, on plantanswers.com, it wasn't accurate. Unless it's written by a super expert. <laughs> that, uh, you know, a fellow uh, horticulturist. Well, he, you know, and he always mentions Larry Stein uh, and yeah. Greg. <laughs> and then he, then he, then it's a little, uh, well, he's quiet. He says, oh, yeah, I'm Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> well. Plus, all, Jerry has a few articles here. All of these that I'm... Uh, Mentioning our cavils. All right. So, are you changing your well, mind about how long you should leave it in the house? Oh, he that he's, he he agreed with that for yeah for all the time. Oh, okay. These can be uh, another one says uh, also consider living tree include Aleppo and Italian stone pine. They are available as sheared sheared. Uh, specimen at the nursery. Aleppo pine grows to 40 feet tall with a classic narrow upright pine shape. Then he mentions an Italian stone pine. It grows 35 feet tall. Uh, It has a wider more uh, wider crown than Aleppo's. And these can be used to use as a Christmas tree for a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. But they, they don't say why. Nobody says why should you only use them for a couple of weeks. 
all. Ten days to two weeks. Well, it's it's kind of based on what Trace was not saying that they s- did not survive longer than two days. He just said that they're, in terms of the, them being guaranteed, uh-huh. he was more comfortable with them being there less than two two days. And I was, and I'm saying that I've been just comfortable with them. Uh, n- never had any problem with them staying there two weeks or, or more. Yeah. Now, so it depends, too, on how people take care of them. But uh, uh, two weeks seems a, a pretty reasonable way of yeah. time plan. Yeah, well, they, uh, I found one article that uh, says, what is the most reasonably priced horticulture gift which I can give for Christmas, which will eventually appreciate in value over the years. And uh, they mention a well-adapted tree is hard to beat. Trees can be purchased and planted for approximately $100 per inch diameter of trunk. Within, I've never seen it it broken down like this, but... uh, Said in 45 years, <laughs> this same tree will have generated an accumulated worth of $196,250 accumulated worth. A tree from uh, living for 50 years will generate $31,250 worth of oxygen, provide $62,000 worth of air pollution control, (laughs) and control soil erosion and increase soil fertility to the tune of $31,250. Recycle $37,500 worth of water and provide a home for animals worth $31,250. This this, uh, figure does not include uh, the, uh, the value of fruits, lumber, and beauty derived from trees. There is no other, another... Christmas gift in the tree price range, which can make the same quote. Same well adapted species as Texas Chinese pistache, I don't know about that. The Texas red oak, hybrid crepe myrtle, or Montezumas fit into that category. Hmm. Now, that's not. Who wrote that? It was an arborist? I don't know where that came. I couldn't find that where it came from. But uh, I imagine uh, maybe maybe Neil. It says. Uh, then another one says, "How long do pot, potted trees, Christmas trees, usually last?" Potted trees can only spend a relatively short amount of time indoors. Think seven to ten days until they begin to adjust to the interior temperatures 
and lo le lose the hardiness needed to brave the elephants once they're replanted. And I think that was written by northern people. Because if you think about it, uh, we keep our house temperatures at 70, 75, most people do. Uh, but but our, normally our coldest in the winter is 75, 75 outside too. But, you know, if you're in, I, I guess it could be an issue if you're in uh, Minnesota. Yeah, or, oh, yeah. Where you you keep it at, uh, it's uh, 20 degrees or 10 degrees outside and you're keeping your house, it's yeah. 70 degrees inside. Yeah. That might that might be more of a challenge for a, a tree yeah. than it is here. Oh, yeah. Texas, where we keep the inside of the house pretty much the same as the yeah, temperature out here. Uh, so that could be an interesting issue. If possible, set up your potted Christmas tree in a room that stays cooler than other rooms in the house. Fewer powerful sun rays beaming through the windows can help keep the temperature down and prevent the tree from fully adjusting to the climate that's too warm. Hmm. So they're, they're saying that... Who is they? The, yeah, uh, they. You if you leave them in there too long, they don't acclimate. Well, that's that's one of those typical. Could be one of those typical issues where we ad ad adopt a uh, or research result. Well, like the North, then we just assume it's the same as Texas, which yeah. uh, which it wouldn't be because the We're, the factors are completely different. Yeah, we also say that. Uh, we always say Texas is different, and it is, even with a living Christmas trees. Uh, <laughs> the uh, don't water, the, the bigger the tree, uh, container tree, the more roots are packed into the soil, and the more thirsty the soil will appear. Don't overwater, however, tempting, tempting as it may be. So uh I thought I thought that was the problem. And uh <laughs> also got a little note in there that said skip the tree additives. Hmm. You've probably been told to add things like soda, 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 aspirin, bleach, molasses, sugar, honey, commercial tree preserve or whatever else you treat stand to make the tree last longer. No matter what you've seen on social media, the science just doesn't support it. Hmm. Uh, in fact, research has shown that some substances actually harm I would think molasses ha ha damage the tree and cause needles to drop. Now see, that's these around here, <laughs> the uh, tree is as trees drink water, and only water in the wild. It's a good point. So that's all they need indoors too. So uh, the uh, <laughs> they uh, they talk about drinking the water and filling it up often, but uh, 
you don't have to do that with a Milberger tree because of that uh, large reservoir that they've got there. And then they talk about uh, <laughs> uh, fresh-cut trees will last a month with proper care. That's fresh-cut trees. When it's time to take down a tree, still has a useful left. Cut the, uh, cut the branches and cover perennials uh, to shield them from cold and winter and wind or place them in the ground near your bird feeders, Kevin, to create protection from the ground-feeding ground birds. That, that was a, kind of a, a neat up north with when there was snow and you would have yeah. a few of the uh, trees out there, and the birds would come in there j- before they went into the feeders. Yeah. But, you, you know, was, you had to take, keep in mind you didn't want to to be a, a hiding place for your, your cats or your anything. But, it, yeah, it added some attractiveness to the, the yeah. feeder area, too. I like to, uh, don't Don't some people put on uh, those uh, little balls of seed? Through it, too. Yeah, as, yeah oh. and uh, actually make those. Like uh, Christmas bulbs. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that works cool. And that's fun to do. Uh, Take a break? Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Back in a moment on 930 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our friends at CPS Energy want you to remember, before you dig for any project, whether it's landscaping or a sprinkler system install, what are you going to do? You know now. You're going to call 811 or go online to texas811.org to have underground utilities marked. It's a free service and... It is the law because Texas law requires that everyone contact Texas 811 at least two working days before digging or doing any type of ground disturbance. So keep in mind that violations could result in fines. Once the utility located uh, markers are in place, and you'll be able to see where it's safe to dig because no one likes surprises like broken utility lines. So before you grab your shovel... Grab your phone. Call 811-210-308-8867. That's our number, 210-308-8867. If you've got a, something you want to talk about, um, are tomatoes exhausted now? Uh, they no. Uh, no? <laughs> they had died, you know. Oh, no. The, uh, the uh, mine on the lower, the lower ones are... Looking good, nice big fruit. Um, I'm trying to watch them close so I don't s- sacrifice them if it gets a little bit too cold down there. Yeah. Oh, okay. But the the they're looking good. The foliage is looking good. Now the uh, the upper garden was loaded with spider mites, so they're oh. not, they're, they're not doing anything. 
Mm. But uh, the lower ones in the containers are yeah. good. That container's fun. Uh, um, so what is too cold? I, I show a low of 41, I think, on Monday. Is that too cold? Well, not not technically, but if you're at a if you're in a low spot in your yard or yeah. or up in the hill country, oh, you might be too cold. Um, They've had some freezes up in the hill country, yeah, Carville, no. Rock Springs, yeah. and other. Looks like tomorrow we have wind gusts as high as thirty miles per hour too. Thirty miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Is that cover your plants? Well, yeah, not uh, if, Oh, yeah. Now, not my tomato plants because they're in the lower area. The wind is not a factor. Oh, okay. Yeah. But a lower temperature is because they'll, 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 you know, you can count on them to be two or three degrees colder than it, than the forecast. And the, the wind is uh, tough on uh, young seedlings. Oh, okay. Lettuce or yeah, things wind, like that. The, We've the, got the some, wind was really tough on my... Patio plants. Is that right? Angelonia and the vinca and all. And yeah. The zinnias, all of them were pretty. Well, ripped. it's about time for vinca to shut her down. No. But, uh-huh, yeah. Vinca. The cyclamen Fair sure one. looks nice, and so does my, um, um, oh, shucks, my whopper begonias. Yeah. Yeah, my begonias right. didn't get phased. They, they've... they've Kind of prospered in that cooling off, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> surprised but I, me that the vinca did. You know, I took home some of this alyssum out here, and uh, quite a few plants, and because uh, it's so fragrant, and I put it on my put it on the porch. Where I bought some of these pots, mm-hmm. which are on sale. What are they? Thirty. Three for a hundred dollars. Yeah. Let's see. But anyway, the, oh yeah, here they are. On sale, forty dollars a piece. Uh, three for a hundred dollars. And uh, but anyway, I got three, three, a couple of those pots, and some the potting mix is also on sale. Uh, so uh, I'm going to put that alyssum in there. Oh, here's a suggestion, too. Nothing to do with that, but I thought of it because I was looking at the sale items. Uh, if you're roaming around, whether you're a Black Friday or Black Saturday or Cyber Monday or whatever person, uh, and you see a great deal on kids' toys, pick them up. And bring it over here to Millburgers for the Blue Santa Christmas toy drive. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, we pay for them first, right? Yes, pay for them first, and then bring them over. You say you just said. I understand. Pick I, them I, up and take I, them. I got to be careful with my wording around there. <laughs> but I saw the, uh, the. We listened to you. Man. I see. Okay, but I saw the box where people. I mean, it just started today, oh. and it's already got items in it, which is great. It's got a. It's got about maybe. Maybe eight items in it so far, so plenty of room. Uh, we're going to fill the box. So, yeah, just pick up something, uh, and uh, you can see. Uh, and this is associated with the police. Uh, the San Antonio Blue. Police Department, yeah. They distribute it uh, to kids that have uh, registered for it and signed up for the program. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. The 
getting back to my living Christmas trees. Okay. Guess where I found the best information? Hmm. Neil Sperry. Neil Sperry? Absolutely. Wow. You give that guy such a hard time. I wouldn't. The neat thing about it is, and I'm, I'm responsible for this, because I told Neil uh, maybe six months to a year ago, he need, I said, you need to put a search engine on that thing. Oh. And I said, because older people like me, <laughs> he would just, you know, he put all his questions that he answered on there. Uh, and then he did. He did. A, you could do all right to, just as long as he had uh, two or three questions and answers on that. But now he does that every week, and sooner or later you can't remember yeah, can't what the hell them. those things are. How so, did he do? How did he do on living Christmas trees? I didn't. Well, I can't well, imagine him. Advocating. Wonderful. You can't imagine him advocating uh, <laughs> Italian stone or uh, yeah, um, Aleppo or yeah, the Aleppo. <laughs> Said uh, anyway, uh, I found a question and answer he had on Christmas trees. Said uh, university research has shown that living Christmas trees rate of survival followed planting is inversely proportionate to the number of days a tree stays indoors. Uh, ideally, you would not have it inside more than 10 to 12 days. Warm, dry, dark indoor conditions just don't bode well for ever, evergreen. Keep it as cool as you can, away from hot drafts and the fireplace. Now, everybody wants to put that. Christmas tree next to the fireplace have a fire glowing in there but don't do it and moist leave it outside as long as you can he said uh, research on this topic uh, was first 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 he heard about it uh, Texas A&M from Texas A&M, probably from Forrester, 30 or more years ago. It said that trees that were kept indoors more than one week were not likely to survive Hmm. and thrive once they were put back outside. That was even if they were given the best possible care inside the house. That's proper watering, out of hot dry drafts, etc. Now, that that's the only way. That's the only thing. I, I would like to see where the data. I mean, yeah. I, 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 it sounds like one of those. Uh, this is reasonable. You yeah. know, I don't know that. I don't know that any exact data exists, but I can see him thinking. Well, this is probably reasonable. You know, to say <laughs> two weeks or less than two weeks. And he he mentioned uh, some living Christmas trees that uh, <laughs> that didn't make the, didn't make the cut. So what did he, did he? I can't imagine him recommending Aleppo or Italian stone. Did he? No, no. Uh-huh. Oh, said uh, Alderica. Uh, <laughs> 
pines were see, were seeded to alkaline soils and drought, but they can't handle prolonged rainy season and wet soils. The idea of buying a living tree so that we could enjoy it indoors then plant it into our landscape seemed like a noble one at that, but it didn't always work. Sometimes the trees dried up indoors, and our houses have very low humidity. If living Christmas trees are kept indoors more than eight or ten days, that's that's consistent with that uh, colder temperature, uh, different temperatures indoors and outdoors too. Yeah, because of the uh, they can become <laughs> the moisture. Yeah, they can become very dry and brittle. Uh, a blue form let's see <laughs> a blue form of Arizona ash is handsome in the landscape but diseases are now uh, starting to attack them as they have Leland and Italian cypress I don't even recommend Leland it's <laughs> hmm. Tree, he, he lists the deal. He says, trees acclimate to warm conditions indoors. When we put them outside in late December, they not, may not be able to handle a sub-freezing weather. Now, like I said, I think that's Dallas and North. But I, I don't, well, of course, the last, what, couple of three years, we've had extremely cold weather, ridiculously cold weather. That would have taken them. Yeah. Some record streaks. <laughs> uh, said many of the plants we see sold in stores aren't all that well seeded to Texas landscapes anyway. Colorado blue spruces can't handle the summer, except in the Panhandle and Davis Mountain. Adderica pines run into trouble during periods of wet soils, even in dry parts of the state. Alberta spruces, uh, well, they're not named for any part of Texas. Juniper once seemed uh, to be a safe option, but some upright types have developed twig and stem diseases in recent years. That's, uh, Milberger's has got, I think it's got the uh, sergeants. It's it's, It's one that prospers and does well and and it's it's an upright one yeah then they've got another one that's very attractive but i don't not familiar with it it's that blue the one that is uh blue spruce no not blue spruce it's a uh, juniper but it's blue a blue juniper yeah and uh so at least at least one of those is pretty proven the other one is uh, uh looks looks like it should work let's say got about a minute till the break Okay, we'll hold the. All right. Until um, we come back from the he, yeah. he lists some that he recommends. All right, we're going to take a break in just a second. Uh, before so, you heard us talk about the events that are coming up next week at Millburgers. If you want more information, it's as easy as going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com, and you can find out all about the events. You can find out about. Blue Santa, you can find out about what uh, gifts to give for Blue Santa. You get the idea. Go to com, and you can find out about the sale items, too. 
All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, back in a moment on 9.30 a.m. This is the... We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we welcome your calls. Tell us what's going on in the garden. Did you see for Evelyn's uh, sake that... uh, Was she here? No, she's not here. But oh, the is it? onions? Yeah. Yeah. Are they in here? Yes. Where? Oh, to the left. Oh, okay. So there. we'll have to confirm that sure we have them. There they are. Yeah. Right there. Oh, there they are. Short day onion varieties available. Uh, Does it say how many from, varieties? Uh, choose from 1015Y, Texas Legend, White Bermuda, uh, Red Creole, Southern Bell, Red... Uh, yellow Granix and Texas Early White, only two ninety nine per bundle. Yeah, and a bundle is usually more than enough, fifty or sixty, and not more. Oh, I don't know how much the bundles are here, but but yeah. <laughs> I I think I'm. I think I used to get like three or four bundles. I did almost have to dedicate the whole garden. To, <laughs> So now I just get uh, two, one red and one and uh, ten fifteen. Um, well, weren't y'all splitting with people? Like uh, two and a like half. You, you'd buy one bundle of one, and someone else would buy another bundle of another, and you just kind of share. I think them? some neighbors do, yeah. Okay, but uh, yeah, that's you still could do. Uh, if you plant them like each six six inches, you get two and a half rows, eight foot rows. Yeah, it's a lot of onions. Oh, yeah. And you can, uh, uh, these new onions are, are different type of onions. Were selected by uh, Bruce Frazier at mm-hmm. Dixondale. And uh, he will not sell an onion that's not suitable for this area. So since they started selling onion transplants, the market has uh, really cleaned itself up from pink root disease, fungus disease, uh, which was a problem forever. But uh, uh, anyway, the, and he's, got, he's selling the correct varieties. I mean, correct varieties. Even if you're in, uh, let's say, uh, Am- uh Waco. That's farther north than here, so they they've got intermediate day onions for up there. So uh, and he will uh, he will tell you. Well, I mean, when you call in, if you want to order them by mail order, that's another thing. Uh, used to they would just get them from the market uh, that uh, from different growers. That uh, they come in here and they would say, you could buy a purple onion, a white onion, and a yellow onion with no name on there. 
They called them all Bermudas. That's why that's the main source of the original sweet onions. But uh, not anymore. Not anymore. When you when you get onions, uh, well, like there, Dixon I think you just listed eight different varieties. Yeah, had three. Well, that's three. Uh, they included a couple of whites, a couple of yellows, a couple of reds at least, and so there were extra. Oh yeah, whites, uh, reds, and yellows. I Even guess. for that guy that called in and wanted a pungent onion. Mm-hmm. A and M been working on that for fifty years, and Doesn't to matter. get it sweet. <laughs> and there he could have told he could have told A and M don't do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've gotten. Millions of dollars in research grants to work on them. They've even got a building over there the that's onion dedicated building? to the onion Aww. and carrot, I think. But uh, so the neat thing about it is, of course, a lot of people can't come to Millburger. That's a shame, but uh, the, you can look up uh, if you uh, in the... Uh, out in the uh, uh, in the state somewhere that you could don't want to drive in. Well, we had that guy mm-hmm. from Play Play a uh, oh, Okay, he said I can't come to Millburgers; it's too far. I said, "Are you nuts? Are you not?" Well, we got what Greg up in Dallas. <laughs> Well, yeah, he had they a. They come leg- down a lot. Yeah, he had a legitimate ad, really. But if you want to fool with onions, and uh, no matter where in the state you are, if you order some onions, they'll make sure that that they send you, mm-hmm. even though if you don't order it, they will send you the onion that's a, a ta- uh, appropriate for your area. Yeah. And they'll send it to you. Get ordered one day, and probably get it the next day. Okay, a second day. Yeah, a very reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Bruce Frazier and his lovely wife uh, started it years well, ago. But if you want to see, it's kind. Of, it's kind of uh, interesting to see the various bundles here at Millburgers. Yeah, on display, eight different varieties, and. Uh, Including, of course, ten, fifteen, and their uh, the red. Oh yeah. So, and then you can pick. Don't yeah. Be careful. You don't get too many, <laughs> like I used. To. Yeah, the the plants are so small, and they're they're tied tightly in a bundle of. Uh, I don't think Bruce and them claim uh, any number, but it's usually over fifty. Yeah, and you don't have to. Um, don't have to be especially careful with the planting onions, you know. I, I just I just make a little yeah. trench, trench, basically a finger trench, and and then you just I I put them on every four inches, and then use them for new new onions, the ones mm-hmm. in between. But you don't have to plant them that close. You plant them every six or eight inches if you want, yeah. uh, and you just lay them in that. Trenches, you go down, and then you just push the soil against the 
uh, onion in the trench, and you got it there, and it's it's rather <clears throat> quick. It's easy, uh, almost easier than doing uh, seeds for uh, other things like radishes and yeah. varieties. <laughs> so, but, but uh, give it a try if you haven't done it. It's uh, works really well, and uh, of course they even tell you when they're ready to be. Picked. There you go. Of course, usually you recognize them <laughs> with the with the bulbs are as big as softballs. Yeah, right? oh, yeah. Uh, they they uh, Dixondale Farms uh, have a brew started this, and uh, they take pictures of the uh, the onions that have been grown by using their plant. And they always have a little, have a young youngster that can barely get their hands around mm. the onions. With Grandpa over there liking looking. <laughs> and so you can see what they're capable of doing. Are there any um, predators, if you will, like do deer like onions or squirrels like onions or? <sighs> Not too many. No oh, good. There, is there any what? Predators. Oh, predators. So, in other words, do you have to protect them from squirrels or wildlife? Oh, oh or no. Raccoons or? I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, sometimes in the commercial field. Yeah. Usually after a, a hard winter, they'll get a little maggot. Huh. little, uh, you know, maggot will bore into the uh, onion transplant. And, of course, when they do that, it's too late to apply any soil insecticide or whatever. But uh, I've seen a I haven't f- seen that in years. I've seen a few dug up, but yeah, they don't, they don't have much interest. They do one or two and decide that on- onions are not their favorite yeah. food. And, <laughs> and they don't, you know, they take a bite out of it and that's uh, <laughs> it. <laughs> And they, they they don't mind sharing. Um, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call. We ca- did we tell them about the the uh, falling down the uh, oh, tops? Yeah, when the tops. tops when yeah. When they're about June. to harvest. It's about June 1st is when I hmm. usually see them and they'll, yeah. they'll flop. They'll so flop down and let you know that they're ready to harvest. And, uh, see, I, I generally just put them on a picnic table, but the, I think the best thing is you put them in a, a air, airy sack and put them in an air-conditioned room. The onions in an air-conditioned room? Yeah. Where in do you house? put them? Yeah, where do you put them? I don't put No, I put them on a... Picnic table, oh, or, or, okay. but a lot of people that will put them in a in a the <laughs> little sh- uh, shed room or like where you put the egg eggplants yeah, or the uh, yeah. uh, rutabagas or the <laughs> turnips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think I don't, I don't think you want to get them close to rutabagas because it gives it an all flavor. That onion gives it an all flavor. Except they're these, but, these, wait, 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 these mild onions. They all not. have all flavor. He was, <laughs> he's, wait, he's waiting to get his punch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
let's get back to what Neil recommends for Chris living Christmas. All right. Um, yes. 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 Says, uh, and while you're at it, ask how tall and how wide it'll grow. Don't buy a lovely little Christmas tree, only fi- only to find out it turns into a giant plant over a few years. Uh, Neil, yeah, this is gonna surprise y'all, hmm. but Neil likes Marinelle Holly. <gasps> it's pyramidal, pir- pyramidal in form. <laughs> And it has Christmas tree written all over it. Wow, okay. Says, uh, think outside the pot. You know, he's being cute. Maybe something other than a conifer would be ideal. Uh, How about a pyramid-shaped holly Mm -hmm. or boxwood? Hmm. He says, "And, and keep the plant indoors with you. For a shorter time as possible, preferably only eight to or ten days. A so, boxwood. Yeah. Ah. What is that? <laughs> I, I think that was a sign of disapproval. Oh. Water it every couple of days to be sure its root system doesn't dry out. Uh, that's what I thought was going to be the main problem. Is a, is it a root? System dried out. Well, people have a tendency. People have a tendency to not want the water to run out on the bottom. Yeah, and so then they they overestimate how much Mm. water they either overestimate or underestimate how much water they need, and then yeah, it's it's either too soggy or too dry. So, but uh, let's see. Could you use? I'm thinking of. Those containers, the water uh, Christmas tree containers that Millburger uses. No, um, I, don't, I don't. I don't think you could. No, put you, you, well, I think generally you would use a uh, uh, plastic pot, but then you would use uh, you, you just use one of those shallow trays that you use on. Uh, yeah. Oh, like your. Oh, con- container plants. That was what kind of. Yeah. Oh, like hib- hibiscus or something like that. Yeah. So that you you wouldn't you wouldn't you would see the water. The water would run into that, and then you would stop. Yeah. Putting more water in there. Uh, basically, everybody, all the literature I found, uh, they said, don't leave it. In the house for more than uh, seven to ten days. I was hoping that they were doing something like one old waters and watering enough, or got it in a dry uh, blowing from the <laughs> from the air conditioner. It says, uh, be, be sure its root system doesn't dry out. Uh, rosemary, Tupperware is a perfect small option 
It can be trained for several years, but it won't stand indoor conditions very long. I and didn't know the, that. The, the rosemary has got such a wonderful fragrance, too. Yeah, that, yeah. That's yeah it's a really a, a good choice if you want a really small tree. And they, uh, uh, they shear them. They really re- they respond well to being uh, shearing. And then you just, of course, you just move them out, out to your herb garden. Yeah, or or you can transplant them in into your wall or side of your the sunny side of your house. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Here's another number to remember. That's the number for Spider Man Termite and Pest Control. That's two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. At Spider-Man Pest Control, you'll be dealing with a pest control company uh, that's been making folks happy, businesses and residents, homeowners. Since 1976, uh, they, uh, they've seen it all. They do it all. In fact, uh, what's kind of cool is when you're talking to Warren Remy, who is Spider-Man, you will, and you can ask him how he got that nickname, too. Uh, you will uh, often hear him say, so another company called us up and uh, here in San Antonio because they were having this problem, and we were able to, to tell them kind of how to, how to get rid of it. Uh, so you can go straight to Warren Remy. You can go straight to the spider's mouth at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, check them out at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com or 210-656-3721. You'll be happy you called Warren Remy and Spider-Man termite and pest control we are going to take a break and come back in a moment 210-308-8867 is our number back after this on 9 30 a.m the answer and welcome back to Millburgers gardening south texas on 9 30 a.m the answer hey tonight 20 30 percent chance of showers this evening after midnight Patchy fog after midnight, otherwise cloudy with a low of around 56, not bad. Uh, Cloudy tomorrow, gradually becoming sunny with a high near 62. That'll be nice to see some sun. Wind gusts could be as high as 30 miles per hour, though. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, low around 44. Yeah. 30 knots, is that what you said? No. 30 miles an hour? 30 miles per hour. Okay. I don't know nothing about knots. Me either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Google it now. Let's see. Yes. No, go ahead. I'm I'm looking. (laughs) uh, Oh, I'm looking at this couple over there uh, picking out some greens. 26 knots. Oh. Picking out some greens over there. And they they look like a fairly wise couple, but they've got one celery plant. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever mentioned this year that uh, they, they went to the same uh, master garden class that Milton did. Yeah, oh. said, just get one. That's all you need, just one. <laughs> one of everything. They're kind of fun to watch grow. I got to start harvesting mine. Mine are going wild. Yeah, yeah. they get big, especially during the weather like this. Yeah, yeah, they're really 
How many plants? Even, do even you the have? spinach is ready for harvesting. <laughs> well, who's this? Stranger. I think it's Trace. <laughs> so, Trace, you were saying, um, how long do you recommend leaving the? Uh, Are you setting me up? No, a little bit. Uh, the um, in the uh, living Christmas trees indoors. My suggestion is no more than three days. And did anybody on this uh, porch give you grief about that? Well, Calvin agreed with me first, and then now he changed his mind. Okay. And uh, Jerry never agreed with me. Oh. <laughs> no, what I just par until, until he has to warranty it himself. Yeah. And you're saying then he spent the morning reading articles, basically agreeing with you. Oh, what? 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 That they were agreeing with with Trace's thing of about three days. Who said that about three days? Seven to ten days. Seven. Uh, you said that's three what, first. That's what all the the resources said. How, uh, can, can you tell that Milton is in charge of coordinating our services to Millburgers? Uh, <laughs> yeah, is that I, a, uh, I thought Trace just he says that quite often. Yes, yeah. they all agree with you, Trace. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They, I think you, you the, used the, to. The first one you read by Calvin, I think, said like three days. Never mind. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. I still got them right here. Yeah, it's okay. You find them later. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call. What Let's, we we found was that I think you would appreciate this too. We we found that the the real the real challenge is when we're when you're in a climate where it's cold outside and warm inside mm-hmm. then it is a then then it is a challenge to the, the they lose the hardiness yeah the plant whereas when it's a when it's 75 or 70 yeah. outside and it's 70 inside like uh, San Antonio Texas it uh, isn't a chance I wish it were 70 today Milton yeah. I do too it's a bit chilly but Let's see what the temperature is. Hang on. Jerry, Jerry went back to my articles, and I, I've been consistent on two weeks. Yeah. and uh, That's not uh, off too much. No, and then my, my, my trees are out there growing successfully, so they... Yeah. I'm still showing 58. Okay. But uh, that'll be, it'll be... We'll have to look around and see where they, where they got their research. Yeah, or if it's just ba- based on uh, experience, or no, I like, seriously doubt anybody tested this theory. Oh yeah, I got, I found. Uh, <laughs> I spent hours looking for this. It was, it was, and uh, Niels Ferry uh, had a, had a had the definitive write-up on that. I, and, I thought you never agreed with him. But, yeah, I know. I don't know. <laughs> but Neil, guess what Neil, Neil's favorite tree was? I mean, Christmas, living Christmas tree. I'm going to guess Cedar Deodora. No, boxwood and uh, holly. Holly. Huh. Sh- yeah. Shaped boxwood and holly. I, I do have some of those. Oh, cool. Good. He liked, uh, well, of course, we all like the, uh, what's the, what's the, the herb that has the purple flowers, so. Uh, Oh, rosemary. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Another great fragrance. I like that one because it looks like after a certain... When does that start blooming? When it feels like it. Oh, okay. Because it looks like it has little Christmas ornaments on it already when it starts blooming. 
Except with the, when they've been uh, shared like that. I don't know if they how they bloom. Well, they do because I've seen them. Later. We've had them in bloom before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen them. In You're bloom. right. I That's how I know. Here. Yeah, it's just kind of like uh, the uh, no respect. That's no why, respect. I, I, That's I, why I, I bloom when I feel like it. They yeah. bloom yeah. when they feel like it. Okay. You know, I was thinking that. Uh, what, what's uh, Milton's favorite plant? The one that tells us it's going to rain. Sinisa. Sinisa. I was thinking that that might make a good. Uh, Living Christmas tree too because you can prune, yeah, prune that and yeah. still have it bloom. Oh, by the way, just um, you know, a sidebar on Sinisa, they're blooming in my neighborhood. Yeah, that mine is blooming too. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it, was, it was drizzling on me when I was on my way to lunch. So oh, maybe you're see? Right. <laughs> there you go. Hey, speaking of uh, of, I don't know. This is a this is an awkward segue. Food. Uh, there's some fun stuff happening that involves food. It does involve Next week. food. Chili. Well, frito pie, but okay. I don't partake of the Fritos. I just have the chili just part. Just the chili. Okay. Plenty of jalapenos and cheese, and it's good. Mm-hmm. That is good. Amongst a number of things we're doing that day. And what about the drink? Yeah, I got the drink balloon art, having? the face painting, the famous hot wassail, yeah. the little red choo-choo rides, uh... And it's uh, the second and the third from 10 to 1 each day? Yes. Okay. $3 donation per vendor. Uh, and uh, that's going to support the uh, San Antonio Children's Shelter. And Santa will be here. Santa will be here. I mean, it's, it's amazing that he takes ha- off time. I mean, this is his busiest season, it's but he a, still comes here. He still comes here, and he's going to have a professional photographer with him. Oh, good. All right. And that, what does that mean to me? Uh, that means you can take your own pictures, but you're going to get a gorgeous picture uh, provided by Santa's helper. Okay. Very cool. Um, what did you decide about that? Is that uh, for a $3 donation? or is that? Um, I'm still waiting back for the answer. Okay. And then uh, I saw already, it started today, but the Blue Santa box has got some stuff it in it. It does have some stuff That's in it. That's great. It's amazing how many kids have tried to pick stuff out of there. <laughs> I want this, Mama. <laughs> So we know that they picked good stuff when they brought it in. Even Peter was like, hey, that's a cool Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, was, I, was, got, I, I made sure there was a camera facing it at all times. Oh, so that's I smart. Could, I could look at it. Yeah. Uh, I was suggesting that people were doing uh, Black Friday stuff. Well, now it's Saturday. What is Saturday? Like beige Saturday? Or, mm. or is it just Black Friday weekend till Cyber Monday? It's very confusing. Now. It, always, it seems to always start early and, and later. Yes, it does, and it goes longer. Anyway, if you're out there, you'll see, uh, uh, you know, you may or may not have kids in your world, but you'll see great deals on toys. Uh, you can bring them in. Uh, get one. Just get one and bring it in the Millburgers. Uh, Is that all of the Christmas tradition, uh, second, December 2nd and December 3rd, mm-hmm. 10 to 1 p.m.? Mm-hmm. So that's uh, both Saturday and Sunday, right? Next yep, week. next Saturday and Sunday. And that's when a lot of people traditionally come get their uh, their trees. Yeah. So you've got a good selection of trees. We do. Well, yeah. we've, we're moving them right now, too, though. So. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, for sure. I was out back there looking at the, the all the fencing. I said, yeah. Well, you must be getting another delivery of trees. <laughs> and they said, 
It's moved out already. Yep, we're already putting up the pipes to put the 15 and 30 gallon trees back. Huh. Wow. And I got a special Christmas gift that's coming after next week. I'm Just in time for Christmas. I think he's setting you up, Milton. Yeah, no. so too. That's what <laughs> he always does. Trying to think of what he's going to do, but yeah. Should I ask what it is? I, I think you almost have to. Uh, with, man. A, with a cringe blue bonnet. What is it? Oh, I talked to the grower yesterday. That's a good thing. How many do I have coming? I, I imagine you usually get twenty flats. I, well, I imagine I'd get twenty, but I don't think I've been asked. Oh, we got uh, we got. Uh, Red, white, and blue. I'm thinking about not bringing the blue because they, they, they don't, nobody uses that. So historically, yeah. uh, <laughs> 5% white, yeah, 5% red, yeah, and 90%, 90% blue. blue. Yeah. People like the blue. Jerry just has to be a contrarian. Does he, does he know how long I took to develop those other two colors? That's okay. People like those. They like them all. You, but you they get like the burnt the orange going, and uh, and I'm, I'll, I'll you take love fi- the I'll, numbers on that. I'll take five percent of that too. Uh, all right. <laughs> Even burnt orange, you only take five percent. People want blue bo- blue blue bonnets. Yeah, no, it's uh, Jared, crazy Jared, people. Jerry doesn't seem different. to understand that the some of the native plant people don't appreciate his development of the white and the red. Ooh, I've never heard that. Really? I, well, uh, I guess maybe I run in a different crowd. because they're afraid of you. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I don't hear that. No. I said I it's didn't. It's not that they didn't say it. I no, you're right. It's right, even right. better now that he's got his hearing aid. Oh, uh, yeah. What? What? Uh-huh. <laughs> you, but anyway, uh, they. I think they're, they're in, what, four, maybe super, super six-packs? I, I don't know. I think that's what they are. I hope I hope they are. Uh, yeah, that's what we've been wanting. We do, man. But uh, I talked to the grower last week, uh, yesterday, and uh, I said, when are, where, where, when are the blue bonnets? <laughs> you know, when you ask how the blue bonnets are coming, you just hold your breath, and they say, they all died, or we overwatered them, or they wouldn't turn green, or... Something like that. I've heard every, every excuse in the book, but uh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't give me one you think, uh, yesterday. Uh, you think Trace has heard a few of those experiences? Yeah, uh, I've heard a few even from uh, the people up here at the desk. Oh, is that right? No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. I, I didn't think of this as a desk. Yeah. All right. So, I didn't either. I was looking around. <laughs> it's a desk. It's my desk. Thinking okay. of, that's true. When, it when is your desk. Are, when yes, y'all aren't on it, it's right. my desk. That's right. But anyway, uh, yeah. that, this is the perfect, perfect gift for Christmas. It is the perfect time to just, plant them. Just don't use it as a stocking stuffer. <laughs> nah, that probably wouldn't work. Probably not. Not the one on no, the bottom. No lump anyway. of coal. It'll be a lump of blue not bonnet. Unless yeah. you just keep them there two days. Uh, is that right? Yeah, if they're, if they're <laughs> no. longer than two days. So they survive. could come. And, well, we don't know what will be on sale next week. Uh, I was going to say I, I they could get the big uh, terracotta and uh, thing of blue bonnets for somebody. They can create oh, their, own little, yeah. their own little blue bonnet meadow. Uh, and, and if they're. Well, well, yeah, yeah, we've got plenty of that alyssum left over there. Mm-hmm. Well, why? It's why very would, fragrant. 
Why would you pick that alyssum when you can uh, go just a little further down and smell the, the stocks? Stocks. Oh, <laughs> did you notice? Oh yeah. I remember, I'm I'm here when there's nobody here. So oh, they really. I walk through. I, I yeah. Well, now I can't I, smell the Christmas trees anymore, Milton. But I, are I can you smell a, the alyssum and the okay. stock and the cyclamen. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. You get you get you get into different little uh, localized fragrances. Yeah. Depending on which way the wind's blowing. Yeah. And then the stock and the alyssum and the uh, <laughs> oh and the, the 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 herb that we were talking about. Uh, rosemary. 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 Rosemary, yeah. <laughs> and then the Christmas trees are kind of there. Yeah. Even they, they have a separate kind of smells. <laughs> I, I was talking. Uh, Except the Nordmans. That's right. Because they don't smell. <laughs> well, our Nordmans don't stink. Uh, that doesn't sound right. Um, but the, uh, I was talking to one of your employees. And uh, they didn't well, run, huh? They didn't run from you. No, no they no. apparently did not attain that. <laughs> did, they didn't go to that training that day. I was buying my listen for my pot at the house, and uh, let's see. Uh, but uh, I was talking. She walked over, and I was talking to her, and I told her, "This this really smells nice, doesn't it?" And she said, "Yeah." Said. Uh, Said sometimes I just stand here and get my fill of uh, alyssum fragrance, which is very mild, and then I move down to the stocks, yeah. get get a fragrance, mm-hmm. and then to finish up, she'll walk into the Christmas trees because hmm. they have a beautiful fragrance too. Yeah. So, uh, are the onions fragrant? Yes, and they make me hungry for Whataburger every time I walk <laughs> We never did get an answer. We got a hypothetical, didn't we? Well, they, what they, we they, thought the onion was? They, they, I thought we said it was Granix. Oh, did we? Okay. I think somebody uh, finally said Granix yellow. Yeah. Your your prim- Primula doesn't ha- have a fragrance, but... That that is quite a, an order you got the the variations of the the colors. Uh, is that this? That's the best order you got this year. Isn't so it? I no, I think the one before was better. But um, so some weeks they have certain colors in bloom, and so I try to get the ones that are blooming. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I, sometimes uh, I've seen blues and and. Even kind of a browns and just amazing colors. Yeah, I was they, uh, trying to talk Jerry into going over there and look at the that the, the uh, show paint, the the clowns, you know, like uh, at the circus. That that because that uh, they always remind me of that. Intense, paint the yeah. colors so vivid. Yeah. I found I found an interesting article. Uh, where they're talking about uh, cyclamen. Is it by Neil Sperry? Huh? Is it by Neil Sperry? How'd you know them? <laughs> does, it, does he say they're fragrant? Yeah, let's, what does Neil say? I see, I don't see. He talks about uh, how they've changed through the years. Said uh, they spent, 
When he was a young horticulturist getting started in greenhouse production, a flowering plant, we spent a few moments learning about cyclamen, and he emphasizes moments. They were just too difficult, too slow, too demanding, and therefore too expensive. Nobody wanted to grow them. And he got lots, lots of pretty pictures. Uh-huh. But uh, he said what's changed is they've started growing uh, types that can be grown and finished more quickly and produced by specialty growers as plugs. That's a very small potted transplant. Yeah, and if you got a good a good truck to drive them from Colorado. Yeah, yeah. These plugs can be grown in a cooler region, then affordably shipped into Texas for fall growing on during cooler months and have stunning jewel-like foliage and a rich assortment of flower colors. And uh, that all, all of this began 30 years ago. Hmm. I can, you probably saw that happen, didn't you? I, I did. We used to carry them as floral grade plants only. Yeah. So somebody, what did that, what did that told, mean? So like uh, how we would carry mums and bloom year round and okay. ripe begonias and calanchos. Uh, so it was actually an indoor plant first. Mm-hmm. Then it gradually moved out. I, I was told, hey, they're good shade for cold. So that year I, I would buy 50 flats at a throw. I'd put them between the, on the rack that held the doors open. And I worked in the, uh, I ran a nursery by almost park. So it's all mm-hmm. uh, shaded areas. Why are you looking at me funny? I'm trying to figure out what the nursery wolf, was. Wolf, wolf on Broadway. Oh, on Broadway. Okay. Okay. And so those are all shaded areas. Yeah. And so we were, we'd sell out. And I'd order more and we'd sell out. And I'd order more and we'd sell out. <laughs> so the next winter, I decided that I was only going to display half the Christmas trees hmm. that I normally would, which is a lot of work to keep filling it. But uh, And we devoted half the yard to cyclamen. And we would sell them by the thousands. Wow, that's very cool. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call. And, Trace, when we come back, uh, if you can hang with us, let's talk a little bit uh, about what we have here to cover plants and protect them from the cold and when we need to protect them. Does that sound okay with you? Sure. Okay. 210-308-8867 if you got a question. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Garden, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's Calvin's article about? Oh. You want to tell us, Calvin? Cold protection. Aha. Okay. Trace, you want to tell us what we have for cold protection here? All right. So in the green one, we have three different sizes of drawstring. It, That's the draw on the one side. That's a planket. Planket, yeah. Uh, then we have two sizes of planket's. That uh, one is in a big roll and one is in a folded up package. Uh, now, what's what's the advantage? I remember them talking about it. Well, the if you're the to drawstring. Do, if you're trying to do a pot or something like that, then it's much easier to, to yeah. use one with a drawstring. 
Uh, or you got to pick it up and take it inside. Which how much cold protection do you get from that? It's, I don't. I don't believe in that. I believe in how long it stays cold. So, if we were ten degrees for thirty minutes, it's be the equivalent of a couple of, of days at thirty. Mm. So uh, it's not just the temperature; it's how long we're how long we're cold. Okay. So uh, our normal winter covering is fine for most things. Uh, anything substantial? Yeah, we use. You want to layer it so plants stay warm the same way we do. Mm-hmm. So you would do an undershirt, shirt, sweater, coat, overcoat. So the more layers you create, the more dead airspace you create, the warmer they oh, stay okay. longer. For cyclamen, we generally have success with. Uh, a one layer um, and a blanket blanket or uh, or uh, fabric layer even works yeah and uh, if and put it under uh, 28 if it's 28 degrees or or less and that generally we've been pretty successful mm-hmm. with that um, uh, but it, uh, it works best if you you know qu- quite often we'll plant the cyclamen in the same spot every year on in a long strip in front of the, the shade and so you can have that piece cut custom fit to fit that that bed so the and, white the white one we do actually have it where it's folded up like mm-hmm. like uh, like the other one is but we also have it in a 250 foot roll where you buy it by the running foot all right so you can buy the length to match the bed what about the weight? No. You, you mentioned the weight all the time. The white one is a lighter weight, but it does allow some light to come through. Hmm. So That's if good. it's uh, longer periods of time of covering, the white is better for the plants. If it's uh, short periods of time <laughs> uh, or colder, I think the green is better. How does the, uh, the weight of the uh, cover contribute to, like, are we talking the impact the, it'll the, do to the, the plant? Like the whether... thickness or the actual heaviness? No, the, the heaviness. Well, the so again, we're we're shooting for dead airspace. So if you can actually use something in the bed to hold oh. it up that won't tear into the plant and or the cover, okay, then you create a bigger dead airspace. All right, I need a solution here. All right, y'all ready? So Jerry's grimacing. Why is he grimacing whenever I said I need I have a question? Well, maybe the blanket would be good. The uh, our fire spike, and maybe it's not worth saving for the winter uh, is now too tall and too big to bring into the house. Okay. Uh, it was in a pot. So trying to figure out. Cut it back. Cut it, cut it back till oh. you can move it in. Okay. Yeah. That's you, too simple. I should have thought it. that. You're not going to kill it. All right. What about the freeze? Is the freeze going to kill it or just? Yeah. The in, top of in, it. In the ground, yeah. green perennial in a pot, not so much. So that's oh. also about how long we're cold. Okay. So be safe. Move it inside. Okay. I, I like the I didn't think of just cutting it back. And poor, now, poor Vinny's no longer with us, so I can't bring it, Vinny in the house anymore. Now, if you've got uh, lemons and limes, mm-hmm. they and it's cold, uh, colder temperature, and you can't move them in, uh, then they may need a uh, heat source underneath your tent. You could yeah. have... You could have your two two layers of fabric, and uh, and then of course the the uh, works. I've had best best luck with uh, mechanics light. Yeah, as long as you don't use the lead 
The LED. <laughs> yeah. Heat, yeah heat LED, LED does nothing for you. Yes. I saw the, uh, there were there been several articles about why didn't this work? Uh. <laughs> and then they explain, well, you you got lights that aren't producing any heat. But the other the other one that really works well is the uh, uh, poultry heat lamps. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you got to make sure that everything's staked well enough that no matter how hard the wind blows, it's not going to touch that light bulb or yeah. the heat source. That's the key. Otherwise, you're going to wake up to yeah. uh, having to call 911. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also a good reason to plan uh, plan ahead uh, to get because it, it hardly ever works if it's the night the freeze is coming that you start to get ready for it. It's you should you need to be think of the. How you're going to prop that stuff up? Yeah, heat sources and well. So there, there was a very wise old man that I worked for many years ago, and he always said, if you're not prepared Halloween night, then you'll you won't you're not on time. Oh, for cold. Right. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. We talk about that every year because uh, I mean I don't want to stop the calls, but. It'll it'll be getting down to thirty, and everybody will go. Oh, what should I cover? And uh, and it'll be limited amounts of it. Yeah, we never know how much of it we're going to sell. But when we get silly cold, everybody comes in for it. And you can save the blanket. I know. I've, can you save the white cloth? Too? I've put it in uh, pillowcases before and actually washed it. Oh, that's a good idea. Which one, the blanket or the white? The white one. Okay. And the, the pillowcases keep it from shred- shredding itself yeah. with the little spinny thing inside. Well, that's a good idea. How many good? layers do you use with your... Well, it depends. On my citrus tree, I, it had like 10 layers for the big freeze. Uh, but it's really just it's going to come down to how long we're cold. So, so you, you use quite a few layers. Do you use the, the heat source? I have in the past. So, like, when I enclosed my, my patio, I would get a lot of heat from the sliding glass door, but we'd still put the poultry lights out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I have electric heaters that, if they fall over, they go off. So oh, okay. Uh, and I have a little greenhouse that I constructed. How are... <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> oh, how are the tracemas trees selling? Uh, two. Okay. My wife, my wife asks me even more than you do. <laughs> well, it's a cool little, little tree. you got to come see it. Ask, do the employees know? So if we have listeners that ask for the trace mystery, they'll know what you're talking about? Probably not, but uh, okay. I can bring it to their attention. Yeah. You want to describe it real quick for people? So it's a reclaimed cedar. It's three-dimensional, and I think the bulk of the ones I have here are approximately three feet tall. Yeah. And so they got... Four sides, and then there's a little uh, advent wreathy looking thing with a electric candle, candle holder, uh, super glued, not super glued, uh, with a glue gun. My wife put them on there. Okay, yeah, that was that was her contribution. Yes. Okay, so we've got those here at Millburger. And, of- and we even bought, bought batteries and put them all, so they're all ready to go. Ooh, cool. Okay, batteries are expensive. Yeah, well, I, I got a tip for you on the batteries. Okay. I, I've, I've found a place. Um, the uh, oh, uh, tomorrow I was I mean use that as a segue. Tomorrow, can we uh, have you up here on the porch, and we'll talk about gift ideas uh, for Milburger? Sure, you okay. bet. Okay. Uh, we'll. Uh, I know some of them. 
but you probably have some other ideas. Oh, uh, and uh, unadvertised specials. Uh, Halloween decor, if you're a Halloween fanatic. 90% off. It's, yeah. al- it's almost free. Practically is almost free. And you've got some cute things in there. Yep, there's still some left. Uh, the fall decor is 25 off. Yeah, I was going to say, there's that. And then what about the... Uh, uh, do, 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 do we still have the... Um, yes. Oh, the 25% off stuff? Remember? No. Okay. Um, I didn't see it, so... Some other things we did is the pot that's actually in there, we now made it uh, four for 100. Oh, wow. Because we got in another size. That's a 22-inch heavy-rimmed pot, and they're going to be three for 100. Man, but at four for 100, that's a deal. It is a deal. Okay. And how big is the one for four for 100? 18-inch. Okay. So I could put my, I could put the fire spike, I could put spiky. <laughs> in there, and uh, I still have to drag it in the house. So. I'm amazed that uh, Cherry keep, keep is the smaller pot, Milton. That way, it's that? easier. Pick Cherry up. is putting a lissom in those big pots. They're one of the uh, uh, pictures that that I got on uh, plants for nectar sources. Yeah, had a, had a big had an alyssum in a great big container like that. It was really very. Attractive, plus the uh, butterflies and and the bees like to oh, listen yeah. for a nectar source too. So it is it is a valuable I'm, plant in the wintertime. I'm thinking I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna cover my alyssum, but yeah, you know I always thought of it being winter hardy. So do I. But I found some on the write up that it's not. I've I'm heard not. I've heard twenty degrees. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty winter hardy for our Gosh, yeah. normal winter. Especially down here. Yeah, for San Antonio. But uh, it's sure that people are <laughs> I put them, I put my plants that I got here at, out on the patio, uh, and I looked around, and uh, my Jeremy's girlfriend had planted one of the pots. Oh, okay. With that listen. Very nice. And Did you put soil that's the in first, it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the soil. Uh, I, I'm going to add osmocote to it. It's a listen should be a long-lived plant. All right, we have uh, just a few minutes or a few seconds left. We got to kind of begin to wrap up. Thank you, Trace, for coming on the porch. Trace's Christmas ideas uh, tomorrow. Uh, on behalf of the docs, thanks to Mark doing a great job. And uh, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow back here at Millburgers. Come see us. It's going to be a sunny day on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.